and I would get phone calls and people would be like, oh, we just adopted our first horse ever. We've never owned a horse before. <laughs> yeah. right. And I would get that horse and that customer and I'd be like, okay. And, you know, and again, lots of times, they have, well, we don't have any money. That's why we got a Mustang because they're 125 bucks. That's all we got. And I would work them and I worked tons of BLM horses. So uh, there's a lot of people that I have to, you know, think back and say, this person made a huge impact in my life. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> Rick Blumenthal lived in Goldendale, Colorado. And he called me up out of the blue. I didn't know him. He called me up and he said, um, you know, you've been really recommended to me by John Lyon's office as capable of handling uh, BLM horses. And I've adopted two horses out in Palomino Valley uh, outside of Reno, Nevada. And I want you to go pick them up for me. And I'm going to pay you to pick them up, pay you to haul them home, uh, pay you for your time. And I want you to ride them for me for 30 days. So I drove out to Palomino Valley. Me and a buddy jumped in the truck and went out there. And I must have been 18 or 19. And they run these horses in, and this, he's got a paint horse that today you would drool to have this horse. He was gorgeous. He'd showed breeding in every line of him, even though he was a Mustang. Literally, he was shaped like and looked like Hildalba. That's what he looked like. He was gorgeous. And then they brought in this Palomino horse. And he'd already named the Palomino horse. He told me on the phone he'd named it Trigger. He was a huge Roy Rogers fan. Um, so I called him up and I said, Mr. Blumenthal, how tall are you? How big a guy are you? He said, I'm 6'2", oh. 205 pounds. I said, sir, you don't want this Palomino horse. He said, why? I said, well, first of all, he's the ugliest horse here. I said, hands down, he's the ugliest horse here. And I said, secondly, he is, you know, maybe 14 hands, oh, gosh. maybe 750 or 800 pounds. Oh. And he said, no, that can't be. He said, I looked at him through binoculars the day I adopted him. I said, well, you had him on too high a power? Yeah. Like, I, don't know, I don't know what to tell Your you. Feet are going to drag on the ground. I'm standing here next to him and I'm telling you, you want me to reject him and pick you another one. And he said, no, bring him home. Said, okay. So we loaded him in the trailer and we went home with him. And um, I started working him and I got him broke to ride. Both of them were pretty neat horses. We had a lot of different, okay, let me rephrase that. Both, I learned a lot from both of them. The, the yellow horse was never a horse that I admired much in any way. I, I really couldn't find a lot about him that I liked. And um, so he took him home. And when he came and saw the Palomino horse, he said, oh, I should have let you pick another one for me. <laughs> so <clears throat> he went home and it was a, probably a year or so later, he called me up and, he, and he'd sent me several more horses in the meantime. But a year or so later, he called me up and he said, um, I have a student. Rick was really pushing me, always pushing me to start doing clinics. And I would tell him, Rick, I'm not, I'm not old enough to do that. And uh, that was probably in uh, 94, 95. Uh, so I was 19, 20 years old. And um, I'd tell him, Rick, I, you know, like I'm 20 years old. People don't want to learn from me. And Rick would tell me, no, you're missing the boat on that. People, people are going to see that you are just all horse and they're going to want to spend time with you. And so he called me up then in January of 96, so I was 20 years old, and uh, he said, I have a student here um, that's bought Trigger from me, and she's bought another Mustang, and he said, she's coming to spend a month with you. Uh, she's going to give you $2,800 for the month, and you're going to put together a program for her. I said, okay. All right. Didn't sound uh, like a question. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. And uh, she did. Uh, Jennifer Glider uh, came out of uh, Golden, Colorado, 
and she spent a month at our place in January and February. It was bitter cold, we flooded, it was miserable. Um, but she worked her horses and it really boosted my confidence and I thought, well, shoot, if one person would do that, so would many others. Right. And mm -hmm. so I took the $2,800 she gave me, I spent some of it on the expenses of having her there, the rest of it I invested in advertising with Horse and Rider magazine. Okay. And started running ads in uh, March of 1996. I started running ads for a three-week program in Horse and Rider magazine, and just went from there. Wow. And every time mm -hmm. someone signed up, I just reinvested the money in building the business. Uh, and I just every time I got money, I put it back in marketing somewhere. Wow. And just kept working to build that business uh, with the goal of where I wanted to be uh, the whole line, the whole time. So. You know, uh, I tell people all the time, I get kids that come intern for me and they kind of whine and cry about conditions or they whine and cry because they have to work too hard and I tell them all, you're going to have to cry to somebody else because yeah. I've been there and I have no sympathy for you. No. You either want it bad enough right. or you don't. My wife and I were talking about a young man uh, about a year ago and I said he'll never make it. And she looked at me and she said, that's really arrogant of you to say that. What makes you think you can say that? And I said, because you can see it in the eyes of the ones that will. They're the ones that are hungry enough to be out there after dark still working. Mm -hmm. And I told her, when I, was that, when I was that guy's age, Dad came down to the round pen and I was working a colt in the dark. It was pitch black out. And Dad came down and said, what are you doing? I said, I'm working this horse. It was a BLM Mustang horse. And he said, you can't see anything. I said, I know, I'm learning to feel. I'm learning to feel what's happening here. The next night, he the next day he went and got big halogen bulbs and put them on a post above the open. So I had lights that night to work. But I told my wife that I said, you know what? People who want it don't sit around and complain about why it won't work. They go get it. Whatever it is, I don't care if it's horsemanship or Anything. a law degree. Whatever it is, Anything. if you want it, you go get it. And not everybody has to want it. That's perfectly okay. No, They're, totally. That's perfectly okay. But. But it does give you the ability to look at somebody and say, no, they're not going to make it. Because you know, if they want it that bad, you know, I said, oh. Lauren sat there for three days, never moved on hard wooden benches. She never moved. She sat there for three days taking right. notes. You can see that. You can see yeah. the drive in a 12-year-old. Yeah. You can see, <laughs> you know, 18 or 19. Correct, whatever, whatever you are. Yeah. You can see a woman in January or February in Wyoming out there working her horse. Right. And you can see, ah, it's cold. I don't want to. I don't want to. Right. There's a difference. There's a That's, huge difference between yeah. a person looking for an excuse yeah. and a person looking for results. If you're looking for an excuse, you will find one. Absolutely. Every time. Absolutely. Yeah. How bad do you want it? That's right. And and I love that about about everybody that we come in contact with, be it through candid conversations or the horsemanship clinic series yeah. at Leatherman Lane or your clients that come to the farm. Like I love it. Everything about it. They want it. Yeah. And they're willing to work to get it. And that's my drive i i have goals that are off the chart ridiculous but i want it to where i have to have my accountability partner go seriously right. you have to take a break <laughs> yes you know well, yes yeah. but yeah. you know but it's yeah. it's, it's good to see that it yeah. is balanced yeah. yeah but there's a lot in the world right now that but i love this as an example yeah. and that this will go out and people will watch and be inspired right because we need to reignite that part yes and that passion of hard work let's celebrate that it does right off you know like let's yeah. make that you know part of 
of America again. I don't want to get political or go <laughs> no, into that I, campaign. But, but I you know agree what I with mean? you hundred percent. And then I think so you can actually talk about that and not get political. Yes. Okay. I think yeah. you can actually look at that and say, I don't care what side of the political aisle you stand on. Yeah. Right. The bottom line is, there is not a congressman standing in the halls of Congress who didn't work their guts out to get there. Right. And so they have to step back and say, and it's time, like you said, it's time as Americans we step back and say, we got to stop rewarding those who are doing nothing yes. and disciplining those who are working their guts out. We've got to invert that. Yeah, it, I don't care so what side of the aisle you stand on. Yeah. The reality is, if we go back all the way to the Jamestown uh, settlement, if John Smith said, if you don't work, you don't eat, and it's that simple. Yeah. So. We've got to get to a point, honestly, without getting into politics, we have to get to a point where young people who are willing to work are mm -hmm. rewarded for their efforts. Mm -hmm. And people who don't want to work, that's okay, yeah. but you're just going to have less in life. Correct. Yeah. It's, not, it's not good for society to take A and B and say, well, A works really hard and B doesn't work really hard, but we'll give them the same thing. Yeah. No, it absolutely not. It, just, it won't work. Well, and it demoralizes the person that really wants to yeah. achieve things and grow and do things. Absolutely. It's like, well, if they're just going to give that to them, I'll do a, I'll do what I need for me personally. But it takes right. all the drive out of it. It does. Yeah. It really does. Right. It just yeah. says, why would I do that? Yeah. yeah. Well, over time, it just beats you down. But yeah. 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 But it's. No, it's inspiring and and I do have to thank Lauren a lot she's really helped me with my horse and push me mm -hmm. and like we did side passing which to, to a lot of people <laughs> could do okay but to me I, I never thought I could do it I just put that wall up like you put that right. barrier up like you know what I can't do it mm -hmm. and, and where I thought that but then Lauren's like no we'll break it down and you can do it mm -hmm. and we can side pass and I cried that I was just yeah. so yeah. like I was like oh my god Lauren you don't know I I did it! And that opened up the doors for other things. I'm like, well, challenge that. You don't think you can do that, really? Right. Yeah. And so now, all yeah. of a sudden, you step back and you look yeah. at it. And this is what I wish every little kid could learn. Mm -hmm. and, and I was very blessed. My dad simply didn't know how to spell no. You know, not not no like to a kid. Yes, he could say no to a kid. But right. can't, I guess. is what yeah. he, he couldn't spell can't. That's yeah, a better way to say it. Out. it. Yeah, yeah. He, he would just tell us, how bad do you want to do it? Mm -hmm. Figure it out. So once you broke it down, you know, Lauren showed you, gee, break it down into these little pieces. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then you can step back and say, wait a minute, I can do that with anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter yeah. what it is. Right. Yeah. I can step back. And I probably think that, you know, as much as anything, when I went to that first clinic in Clemson, I probably walked out of there learning more about life. Yes. Because there's nothing I can't do. All I have to do is break it down. Right. Set the yeah. goal and break it down. So, all right, you know, here's the goal, and how do I get there? Well, you did a. You, I really liked how in the clinic, when I told you sometimes I need to take the break. We're doing the exercise, mm -hmm. and you're like, well, you're giving your horse a break, and I'm like, well, I have to admit, I'm giving me a break because I'm getting overwhelmed. Yeah. And then you were like, nope, break it down in steps. So that's what I need to start doing. Is when I work Luke or work Chief, it's like, okay, what do I want to accomplish, and what are the steps, and then that'll. That'll really help me. It does. You know, follow through. Brianna and I were talking earlier today, and I was asking her, you know, <coughs> she's training horses, and I said, All right, do you have an outside job? And she said, no. I had to quit my outside job because I was turning down horses so that I could do my outside job. Okay, well, that's exactly, that's it. You break it down into pieces, and you start, and you say, well, I want to be this horse trainer, okay, or I want to be a lawyer. I don't care what it is you want to be. This is what I want to be, but I'm not there. So I may have to sell shoes. 
on my way to there. Mm -hmm. But but I break it down step by step by step, and then one day I realize, shoot, I can't sell shoes anymore or manage a barn or whatever. I don't have time whatever. for that. I don't have time for that because my, my business is running full time. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's you know that's the concept is you have to try to put all those pieces together, mm -hmm. and once you've experienced it somewhere, mm -hmm. and that's the hard part right now is. Where do where do young people get to experience that? Mm -hmm. You know, that's a, that's the thing that we really need to to work on is how do we get young people to be able to experience that success? Because success breeds success. Yeah. Yeah. Once you've been successful at one thing, and you can say, well, I had to quit my job because my business that I was running took over. Mm -hmm. Then even if you change that business or you you decide to do something different, you have that success yeah. right, to launch from. For sure. Well, I I was working at the airport. Mm -hmm to travel more but I took a management position because I needed that to expand the facility what I expanded the facility so much I don't have time to work at the airport right. I'm losing all those great benefits but that's okay because I, I actually accomplished my goal you got what you wanted right and I don't know how I did both at the same time but I did carefully your dream will catch you oh my gosh yeah I've never worked harder in my life <laughs> you know but yeah you so do lucky one. to work for yourself it's so great yeah it's like, yeah. All the days yeah. off you want. No. Yeah. Well, we're working on the balance in the brain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got that support team going, yeah. you're taking yeah. tomorrow off. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, for sure. Everything's covered. Yeah. You're good. You can. Yeah. I love how you related John's clinic to not just horses, but to life. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because we say that a lot. That's actually our little slogan on Candid Conversations. Everything about our life relates is about horses, but everything that we learn and do with our horses relates back to life. Right. And that's our barn, that's this show, that's our grounded horsemanship program, that's Leatherman Lane, that's that's everything that we do. That's all the people we come in contact with. Mm -hmm. You learn so much from these horses that then you can take and transition into life. Stressful day, totally annoying person, well you should breathe through that. Right. Don't don't hit that person, <laughs> right? Like you know, right. you right around the round pen. It's satisfying to hit them, but it's not a good idea. Right. But but that could maybe relate to the horse. Everything that we do helps us outside of the farm as well. It's it's oh, absolutely. My horse awesome. has been probably my best teacher. 